Welcome to Verity Ed, where parents are primary. Today I am going to be reviewing for you Memoria Press's elementary level literature guides for homeschoolers. So I hope you watch all the way through to get the bottom line on this offering. But please first hit subscribe if you have not already joined us as a subscriber on YouTube or Spotify so that you don't miss any of our videos, product reviews, day in the life, all of these wonderful supports for homeschooling and for just classical education in general that we try to drop weekly for you. Also, one more note, I am an affiliate for Memoria Press, so please consider using that link in the YouTube video description. Spotify podcast listeners, you can get that link in your description as well. Thank you for your support. As I pointed out in my earlier review of Memoria Press's high school literature guides, I like to think of myself as the kind of mom who sits under the spreading chestnut tree with her cup of tea and her little brood around her having deep discussions about Little Women or the Chronicles of Narnia. But if I'm really honest with myself, sometimes I need a little more help than just myself and a book because I have things like diapers to change and meals to prepare and all of those little emergencies that come up in homeschool mom life or when you have a very wide family. So I was really intrigued when Memoria Press started putting out these literature guides which break down classic children's literature and in the later years, such as high school, primary texts from the Western canon with discussion questions and enhancement materials. So I really want to dive in today and get you inside some of these guides that are aimed at the younger set. But if you are interested in the older kids and the high school literature guides, check out my review from before linked right here. So by the end of this video, you should know if you want to go all in with Memoria Press's literature program or you want to try it a la carte or maybe if it's just not for you, so here we go. So for each work that Memoria Press Literature Guides cover, you can get a teacher guide and a student workbook. I'm gonna start with the teacher guide at the very beginning. Unlike the high school guides, which include very long explanations on how to read a book that are geared toward the older student, the teacher guides for the elementary literature are a little bit more bare bones, which is fine given the age group of the demographic. The teacher guide has a short, succinct how to teach section that emphasizes using a combination of oral and written work with each of these literature guides. And I really love this because I think as a mom, when I get a workbook for my kids and life gets really busy, I'm tempted to just say, okay, this is independent work. You read your chapter, you finish the workbook pages on that chapter. I look at it. I'm like, oh, there's writing in the workbook. They must have done it and absorbed what they needed to absorb moving on. But the teacher guide really encourages you to use your creativity and to be attentive to your individual child's needs. For some kids, typically females, they might get a real kick out of filling out a workbook and have satisfaction in answering every question in writing, and then you can just check it using the teacher guide for accuracy. 
but it's more likely that you have children in the home who will feel very burdened by excessive written work, especially in these younger years, second, third, fourth grade, when they're developing stamina and their ability to be attentive in terms of writing. So what the teacher guide is encouraging you to do as mom is to really watch your child. Don't just use the workbook as like you're checking off the box, but use it as a help and an aid for a Socratic discussion. And I love that coaching tip. It's right there in the front of every teacher guide. To which you might say, well, what's the point of having such a structured workbook if the teacher guide is just telling me to have a Socratic discussion? Well, this is a traditional approach to books with um, coaching notes that's helping you apply the traditional structure in a more classical and child-centered way. The structure is gold if you as mom don't have time to read the book or maybe you read it yourself but it was 7 to 10 to 20 to 30 years ago and you can't quite remember how the characters act in each chapter or what words do you want to pull out to really look at for vocabulary. It's providing you, the gold with the Memoria Press Literature Guides is that they are providing you with structure, with questions that you know map onto the child's reading and then you can use them as you see fit. So I would say again, Memoria Press Literature Guides are a traditional approach to classic texts with classical coaching notes added on. There are also tips for scaffolding or adapting the workbooks to diff children of different ages and abilities, which are really helpful. For example, you might use some of the discussion questions for older children as the basis for longer compositions, whereas with younger children, those discussion questions might just stay at that level of, of let's just have a quick discussion about the chapter to check that you actually read it or not so much actually read it as you absorbed what happened in the chapter. So those scaffolding tips are really, again, very helpful for the busy homeschooling mom who just needs an open and a go and a quick coaching on how to make this particular curriculum work for you and your child. My last note on the use of the teacher guide, these coaching tips for scaffolding also suggest ways to integrate their literature with their language arts program. So with a little bit of coaching, a little bit of thought and planning, you could, with these literature guides, fully integrate all of your child's composition practice, writing practice, you could even have copy work, handwriting practice with their literature. So if you're looking for a tool to help you integrate multiple subjects right into their literature reading, this is such a tool and it's worth the investment. And if you're really careful about how you are choosing which literature guides to use throughout the year, you can also integrate this in with your history studies. So the a la carte choice is a great place to go with these guides if you're looking to create your own curriculum or integrate everything together and you don't quite know where to start or how much time you're actually going to have to read all of these classic children's texts yourself. So now I'd like to move to the student book. The study guides themselves have the following elements. Each individual chapter within the study guide may have all or most of these particular elements. 
First, they begin with reading notes, which is sort of a fancy way of saying vocabulary or characters or places related to the historical period that is being discussed, addressed, dramatized in this particular work. The reading notes are great. It's not too much, not too little, usually between four and eight words, ideas, concepts, characters. Next, each chapter has a vocabulary section which follows the Memoria Press composition writing approach of asking students to give synonyms for different uh, more difficult words or unfamiliar words that are found in the chapter. And I love the approach of asking for synonyms. It's a wonderful composition exercise that will help students to vary their vocabulary as they're writing their own pieces, their own narrations, their own papers down the road. Next section, every chapter has comprehension questions. Now in terms of the trivium, the comprehension questions are on the grammar level. So the trivium has grammar, logic and rhetoric, comprehension questions are very much the most basic level. What happened in the plot? What character said this? It might also have some literary devices for the student to identify and apply to the chapter, such as what was one example of dramatic irony. Those are only introduced after the student has been asked to define them or learn what they mean. So Memoria is very good at that incremental development of a child's ability to comprehend what the author is doing in the work. Each chapter also has enrichment activities or questions, and this is really uh, the fun and the more classical bent to this uh, literature guide approach here. So there might be a mapping activity, there might be some background on the author, suggested copywork, uh, a significant quote from within that chapter. The student might be uh, recommended that they do some research, that they draw or illustrate the chapter, something that happened there. So these are all real fun and good ideas. Again, as the teacher guide says, you don't have to do all of them. So as mom, you would want to look at what was suggested as enrichment for the chapter or the chapters that your child read this week and pick out those activities that you think would most strengthen their intellectual abilities and engage their will and their excitement and their desire to read more. The upper levels of the elementary guide, when you're getting more into the fifth, sixth, seventh grade level, will have significant quotations for deeper reflection. You could have your child do essay responses to the quotes, um, or even memorize them if that was something that you wanted to be working on was the memorization of prose. So in addition to each of these elements for each chapter, the student guides include appendices, which are pretty cute and they're mostly scaled to the, the intended age group that this particular literary work is most appropriate for. So you might have maps of places uh, that are mentioned in the classic work. You might have maps of the country or the city from which the author himself or herself hailed. In Homer Price, for example, there is um, Rip Van Winkle, so the student would also read Washington Irving's uh, original Rip Van Winkle story as part of experiencing and going deeper into the story of Homer Price. So that's a fun example. There are also photographs of maybe more unfamiliar landmarks or animals that are mentioned 
uh, in the classic work that the child is reading through. And those are really good for younger students to see, okay, what does a pagoda look like? Well, we can look in the appendix and there's a picture of a pagoda and then you can design your own pagoda and color it and all those wonderful enhancement activities. So the appendices in the student book are really cute. And like I mentioned before, the teacher guide has a carbon copy of every page in the student workbook with suggested answers, suggested um, directions they can go with the enhancement activities. So there you have it. The bottom line, the cost for the student guide is $11.95 as of this recording. Teacher guides are $12.95 and Memoria does have a mix and match deal. If you buy 10 or more, you get 15% off. So they're very reasonable uh, for, especially if you're going to use them for multiple subjects such as composition, copywork, etc. And you're, you're going to integrate them with the rest of your studies. So they're a really good deal. The grade level packages are slightly discounted as well. So if you know you're going to go all in with Memoria fourth grade or all in with Memoria second grade, then you can take advantage of those discounts. I would recommend for myself uh, most years purchasing just the teacher guide, especially if you know that your child uh, who's going to be reading this particular classic children's work does not respond well to the workbook. You can just open up the teacher guide and use it for Socratic discussion. You have all the questions. You have the answer. You can have your child copy down the vocab words in their own notebook and look them up or come up with synonyms. So you really only need the teacher guide to get at that gold of what are the right discussion questions and suggested enhancement activities. However, if you know yourself, know thyself, right, the beginning of wisdom or something, if you know yourself and you know it's likely this year that you'll have weeks or months, maybe you have a new baby coming, you have a move coming up, or you just have many children in many different times of their lives and you know that you might need a workbook to fall back on sometimes then go ahead and get the student workbook as well and it could be more of an independent study um, sort of option for you more of the mom than for the child's benefit. So bottom line, it's probably a little overkill for the younger kids, the first and second, and even some third graders. Older kids, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and up, these could be really great workbooky tools with traditional methods. You know that they're thorough. You know they're written by trusted classical educators, many of whom teach for Memoria Academy Online. Um, they're really, really nailing it for the older years, which I've mentioned before in other Memoria Press reviews, especially my science review, which you can see if you click here for those of you watching on YouTube. But they really start to nail it toward the older grades getting into middle school. So I hope that this review has been helpful and given you an idea. Like I said, you could start by just purchasing a couple of teacher guides and look inside, see what you think. If they look like a good tool for you, you can always purchase the student guides as a follow-up to complete your set. If you would like to see more of this from Verity Ed, please like this video, give it a big thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and share it with your friends, and I will see you next time on Verity Ed.